Hello, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the April 16th episode of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. Today we'll be number, looking at numbers 781 to 786 of the Catechism. Paragraph 2. The Church, People of God, Body of Christ, Temple of the Holy Spirit. 1. The Church, People of God. 781. At all times, and in every race, anyone who fears God and does what is right has been acceptable to him. He has, however, willed to make men holy and save them, not as individuals without any bond or link between them, but rather to make them into a people who might acknowledge him and serve him in holiness. He therefore chose the Israelite race to be his own people and established a covenant with it. He gradually instructed this people. All these things, however, happened as a preparation for and a figure of what the new and perfect covenant which was to be ratified in Christ, the new covenant in his blood. He called together a race made up of Jews and Gentiles, which would be one, not according to the flesh, but in the spirit. Characteristics of the people of God. Paragraph 782. The people of God is marked by characteristics that clearly distinguish it from all other religious, ethnic, political or cultural groups found in history. It is the people of God. God is not the property of any one people, but he acquires a people for himself from those who previously were not a people, a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. One becomes a member of this people, not by a physical birth, but by being born anew, a birth of water and the Spirit, that is, by faith in Christ and baptism. The people has for its head Jesus the Christ, the anointed, the Messiah, because the same anointing, the Holy Spirit, flows from the head into the body. This is the Messianic people. The status of this people is that of the dignity and freedom of the sons of God, in whose hearts the Holy Spirit dwells as in a temple. Its law is the new commandment, to love as Christ loved us. This is the new law of the Holy Spirit. Its mission is to be salt of the earth and light of the world. This people is a most sure seed of unity, hope and salvation for the whole human race. Its destiny, finally, is the kingdom of God, which has been begun by God himself on earth and which must be further extended until it has been brought to perfection by him at the end of time. A priestly, prophetic and royal people. 783. Jesus Christ is the one whom the Father anointed with the Holy Spirit and established as priest, prophet and king. The whole people of God participates in these three offices of Christ and bears the responsibilities for the mission and service that flows from them. 784. On entering the people of God through faith and baptism, one receives a share in this people's unique priestly vocation. Christ the Lord, high priest taken from among men, has made this new people a kingdom of priests to God his Father. The baptized by regeneration and anointing of the Holy Spirit 
are consecrated to be a spiritual house and a holy priesthood. 785. The holy people of God also shares in Christ's prophetic office, above all in the supernatural sense of faith that belongs to the whole people, lay and clergy, when it unfailingly adheres to this faith, once for all delivered to the saints, and when it deepens its understanding and becomes Christ's witness in the midst of the world. 786. Finally, the people of God shares in the royal office of Christ. He exercises his kingship by drawing all men to himself through his death and resurrection. Christ, King and Lord of the universe, made himself the servant for all, for he came not to be served but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. For the Christian to reign is to serve him, particularly when serving the poor and the suffering, in whom the church recognises the image of her poor and suffering founder. The people of God fulfils its royal dignity by a life in keeping with its vocation to serve with Christ. The sign of the cross makes kings of those reborn in Christ and the anointing of the Holy Spirit consecrates them as priests so that, apart from the particular service of our ministry, all spiritual and rational Christians are recognised as members of this royal race and shares in Christ's priestly office, what indeed is as royal for a soul as to govern the body in obedience to God, and what is as priestly as to dedicate a pure conscience to the Lord and to offer the spotless offerings of devotion on the altar of the heart. Okay, so we continue looking at what it is to be a member of the church. The member of the, a member of the church is not a small thing. Very much the catechism fights against the mentality that is still there, that was there before the Vatican Council 50 years ago, but is still afflicting us today. That is a mentality to think that you have certain professional Christians, that you have the first-class Christians who are the priests and the nuns, and maybe some other holy people like catechists or that, and some special people. But then you just have the people who are in the cheap seats, the people who are following along and only come to church to, you know, to, to make up the numbers. Some of them don't even come too much to church. They think they're just there for what is it, the ha to be hatched, matched and dispatched. You know, these things are pay, pray and obey what the lady is doing. And that this is a total misunderstanding of what the church is. An absolute and utter misunderstanding. Because every member of the church, every baptised person, is called to be a full member of the church. And it makes absolutely no difference if one is the Pope, or if one is a grandmother in the middle of the Amazon jungle. It makes no difference. Every member of the church is the same. And in a sense, every member of the church is called to give themselves completely to, in service. Obviously, the service will be different. Obviously, the grandmother in the Amazon will have a different type of service to the Pope in Rome. There are different lives, there are different vocations, there are different missions. But both entail giving oneself. Both entail service. And this uh, section of the Catechism is talking about this, that the church is the people of God and the body of Christ. 
this people of God is this um, the the Old Testament image of the people of God. It's one of the images of the church that we've kept. A people where everybody has the same dignity, different missions, but the same dignity. Has, in a sense, the same fundamental calling to holiness. And each one of us is called to be holy. And again, it's important, this uh, section, the very first numbers we we were reading, 781, that says that when God calls people, he doesn't call them as individuals. You know, God obviously could have done whatever he wanted, can do whatever he wants. But in saving humanity, in calling people to Christianity, he called them to be members of a church. And again, this goes back to the point that I'm always talking about. It goes back to communion. That we're called, the church forces us to be in communion. Because in the church, there will be people that you think are fantastic, people that you agree with, people that you have great time for, people that you love. But also in the church, there will be people who go against your your schemas, people who go against the way you think things should be done. And yet everybody is called to be in the church. Every Christian is called to be in the church. And in a sense, every member of the human race is associated with the church to one degree or other. And this is why the church also has this function of being salt. Again, I could talk forever on this, uh, on this, on these numbers that we read. But just this mission of salt that the church has, that people are salt, and that the salt is um, a seed of unity and of salvation for the whole human race. That the church is called to save humanity. And that is what the Catholic Church is called for. And that we are called not just to save ourselves. It's not a a Jesus club. It's not simply a club of those that know the Lord, that love Jesus, that have been baptised. It's not just this. But that the church has this royal office, this priestly office, on behalf of all of humanity. So we'll leave it there and we'll continue And tomorrow we'll be looking at number 787 to 796. God bless.